In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's filling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing Out Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Ander, and here with me is Master Chef Matt. Hello. Hey, Matt. Uh, <laughs> Ahoy, Xander. Ahoy. I'm fucking dying. Um, so, so Matt, you told me before we started, uh, there, there's a new segment you're adding to our podcast? Yes. Well, what is this? I'm very excited. Yes. Longtime listeners will know that the general format for this show is a description of what we'll talk about. We'll recap the reading badly. We'll highlight certain scenes and then give a review, reactions, thoughts. But now we're adding a, a fifth segment uh, to the beginning, which is the spoiler roundup, which is all the things I've been spoiled on between last time we recorded and now. Wait, did so, I did I spoil things? Did someone no. spoil things? Someone spoiled things. What the fuck? Fuck! It, it was it Sam. I will name no one, but yes. Do I need to kick Sam's ass? <laughs> I'm not naming anyone, but yes. Uh, <laughs> but yes. So the, I'm gonna message Sam right fucking now. No, so you'll you'll hear it, it's it's a very reasonable spoiler, essentially. So for those of for those of you who uh, didn't pay attention to what the assignment is for this week, uh, we're currently in the Barati arc, and uh, apparently Xander has split my assignment into three sections. And be, being being a good boy, uh, not a garbage person, uh, I have not read ahead from where the, the reading stops. So Xander gave us a very awful cliffhanger. How dare you end that there? <laughs> it was very good. And in my watching of One Piece, when I've watched, when I've tried to watch the anime, the furthest I've gotten is actually right before uh, that fight starts. We actually went like a chapter or two past the farthest I've ever seen in the anime now. Oh, we're uh, in new territory. This is completely new. Everything else, I had kind of an idea of what was coming because I had at least seen it. Like, I knew Kuro was evil. I knew that they were going to to fight them. All that, you know, I knew how all the bug the buggy stuff was going to go down. Like, you know, uh, Lionel yeah. Richie was not a surprise to me. <laughs> this, I have no idea how this arc even ends because I never finished it watching the anime. So I was telling uh one of our friends about uh what we're doing and where uh where we ended and he's like oh so so which which fight are you on in that arc like which which fight is 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 there not one he's like well well is luffy fighting yet what <laughs> how dare he <laughs> so apparent i'm guessing i have to amend my predictions to include luffy fighting because I'll be honest, after the cliffhanger here, I was a little confused how Barati was going to go on for us to require two more episodes of this, because it seemed like we were wrapped up. Oh, oh, we're we're just at the start of Barati. Barati, Barati happens in three acts. We just finished oh. act one. Yeah, I, I didn't see how this kept going. So now it's like, OK, well, Luffy's going to fight someone. So now we know. OK, so so that's the that's the only spoiler you got is that there's a there's more fights. I also saw some meme about uh, 
about Brooke and his shadow. I don't know anything about Brooke or his shadow. So oh, yeah, don't I'll worry file about that it. into the random stuff that I've like seen about One Piece. Brooke and Chip. That's nothing. Don't worry about okay. it. That's just a meme. Okay, cool. But yeah, the the well is Luffy fighting yet is a terrible way to phrase any kind of question. <laughs> I mean, you have to expect that Luffy's going to fight in every arc. Every arc Luffy's going to do a fight. It's the sh- it, it's one piece. It's about Luffy doing a punch. It, it's like asking someone where they are in Game of Thrones and asking is Joffrey dead yet? <laughs> is Joffrey dead yet? What? <laughs> so, yeah. Joffrey lives throughout the whole game of Thrones. No, yeah, he dies like three seasons in. Oh, spoilers. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> uh, no one cares about Game of Thrones anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think I finished it. I think I, I stopped in the last season, like just somewhere randomly. I don't I know I haven't seen the last episode, nor do I care to. It's OK. Insert joke here about the show writers stop stop writing halfway through the last season. I uh, think they did it way earlier. Um, anyways, yeah. let's let's anyways. jump into <laughs> this arc. So we started off on chapter forty, right? We start off on chapter forty-two. This is chapters forty-two, 42 to fifty-one, and I have a note here from last uh, week's from last episode that there was apparently going to be some big cliffhanger that I'm going to hate you for stopping at. Um, I hate you. Why did you stop there? <laughs> because it's perfect. Now you understand um, why one. The show is so good, or the series is so good. But two, you get to suffer along with everybody else who had to wait a period of time between chapters, right? You get to binge a little bit at a time. But I'm going to have you, like, kind of suffer every once in a while to be like, God damn it. Uh, because I know you're not going to just read ahead without without before recording. No, especially since this recording got delayed. So I had to wait longer than people in real life did. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> how very rude of you uh, how dare i so it starts off though uh chapter chapter 42 uh with them creating the straw the straw hat flag and we have uh we have just like some nice fun times around the ship we've got usopp doing cannon practice and he's now the designated sharpshooter we've got nami cooking so now all we need is a musician so that's gonna be what we go after next right right so there's uh, some random pirate hunter attacks. Turns out that it's uh, that it's Zolo's old friend Johnny. Uh, he asks where, hey, where's our buddy Yosaku? He's like, oh, scurvy. And this is where we get the lesson that nutrition is important. <laughs> you need proper nutrition. You need a diet. So for three different times this chapter, Usopp has some idea, and then Nami agrees with it, and that includes that really. They need a cook more than a musician, I guess, because Nami doesn't want to keep saving everyone from scurvy. <laughs> and Johnny and Osaka go, you know, you can probably get one from this ocean going restaurant. But be warned, it's close enough to the Grand Line that there's rough guys there. And hey, Zolo, that Hawkeye guy you're hunting frequents it. It's like, ooh, there's ooh, some foreshadowing. foreshadowing. And Zolo gets this like thousand yard stare to end the chapter. So we're at the uh, the Barati Ocean Going Restaurant. Some Marine dude shows up, Lieutenant 
Iron Fist Full Body, who I'm now going to call just Iron Body, <laughs> because I do not respect that name. You know, but he has such a... Well, he doesn't even have an iron fist. He just has, like, iron knuckles. Like, screws that are in his knuckles, right? Yeah, he's just got, like, basically, like, iron knuckles. Like, not even brass knuckles, just iron knuckles. So it's not even full body. It's a complete, like, complete misnomer. Uh, well, I, but, I think he does have a full body. He just doesn't have an iron fist. Yeah, iron knuckle normal body is, is this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty normal body. All right, iron knuckle normal body. He, see, he sees that they're pirates, and both Luffy and Usopp claim to be the captain of the ship, and Yosaku and Johnny, for some reason, fight the guy, who then off-screen beats them up. They they don't seem like very competent fighters, but, you know, he's going to let this all slide because he's here with his girlfriend. But he still fires a cannonball at Luffy, who rubbers it onto Barati, and for a while, no one cares? Like we we cut to the inside of the restaurant where Iron Fist is uh he's trying to be fancy about some wine and yeah he's San- whining and dining <laughs> and Sanji shows up he's like you're an idiot now drink your soup while it's hot also <laughs> I'm also your waiter that you set all this up with isn't here uh because all the waiters quit it's just chefs now very interesting is the first like the way San- Sanji's speaking patterns in the first chapter he shows up make me think like a british accent and then afterwards it becomes more like i feel like like a brooklyn accent or something <laughs> yeah it's it's more like that <laughs> but just the very first chapter like he he sounds like a, a brit like like an alfred type just dripping with like that that distinct british waiter sass and then he then he switches yeah well i mean he's doing it in front of a pretty lady he, he's showing off. He's upselling himself uh, being being fancy because he knows his wine. Yeah. So the head chef tells Luffy he's got to work to pay off the can- the damage. So this is uh, people now actually care- caring about the damage again. And then we cut immediately back to Sanji uh, hitting on uh, the girlfriend. The lieutenant tries to pull off this whole fly in the soup trick. Uh, and Sanji's just like, oh, I guess I think it's doing the backstroke is what it's doing in your soup. <laughs> oh yeah. And everyone yeah. in the whole like place just cracks up laughing. He then beats up uh he then beats up the lieutenant off screen and says the food must never be wasted. How dare you have put a fly in the soup? Yeah, it's because the lieutenant like smashes the table, right? Yeah, he smashes the table, gets it everywhere, and he wasn't gonna eat the soup because there's a fly in it. So but how dare you waste food? We then start the next chapter with Patty Cook psyching himself up. And then uh, with this whole like customer's king speech, and then he walks in and sees Sanji manhandling uh, the lieutenant, and he he's not happy with Sanji, and the lieutenant's like, I'm going to close you down, and Sanji's like, not if I close you down first, and everyone's like holding Sanji back, <laughs> and Patty's like, why are you being mean to customers? Customers are great. And they pull Sanji back into the back where Luffy and the head chef's argument is causing even more damage to the to the ceiling where head chef is like, you're going to have to work like a year to pay this off. And Luffy's like, I'm not doing that. Maybe a week, (laughs) like like a day, (laughs) one week at most. And is like and Luffy's like, wow, sees everyone fighting the lieutenant and and Sanji being all crazy is like, wow, this place might be too crazy even for me. 
and then there's this uh this commotion because some pirate has escaped the brig of the marine ship's brig one of Krieg's pirates the toughest of the eastern seas and he got and this guy is so suave he just walk he the the captive he gets a name later on i didn't put it back further up what's the guy's name his name is jen jen yeah yeah, he, he walks in, shoots the Marine who's making the announcement that the guy's escaped and goes, party of one. <laughs> what a boss. <laughs> it was like it was a pretty baller move. But then Patty kicks him out. because He's like, if you can't pay, you're not a customer, which it, it was like it's actually going back to our conversation about Yakuza Zero. It's a lot like that whole Goro scene at the beginning of Yakuza Zero. <laughs> was like customer is king. I'm not going to hit you as long as you're a customer. Oh, you're not paying. You're not a customer anymore. You're not a customer. Get the get, beat the shit out of them. Yeah, he's like, Pat, according to Patty, the only free food they serve are knuckle sandwiches. Uh, the lieutenant then goes, "I, I'm out." Sanji gives some food to the starving pirate, and Luffy thinks this is cool. Invites Sanji to be part of the crew. Sanji's like, "No." Sanji talks about how the the head chef Zeph used to do the same thing, uh, but for some famous pirate, and now Barati is his treasure. And his rep is why the cooks who come are all tough and why the pirates come to eat there. It's like, I've got my own reasons for staying here. And then Luffy's like, no, I decline your refusal. <laughs> I love Luffy when he does this shit, man. He's like, now you're joining me. Fuck you. He did it to Zoro. Now he's doing it to Sanji. Yeah, Kiri Creek's <laughs> pirate. A Jin is now like, hey, man, don't go to the Grand Line. I don't know anything about it other than it's bad and scary, but don't go there. It is scary, man. It's called the Grand Line. That's scary sounding. Spooky. So now everyone's like, oh, no, because we were mean to Krieg's pirate. His 50 pirate crew armada is going to come by and attack us. And oh, yeah. And then we find out the guy's name is Gin and he leaves on a dinghy. And then we get a we get the nice couple like gag uh, gag scenes of free labor. Choi boy, monkey D. Luffy. And he is so uh, he is so bad at his job. He is like <laughs> negative really work is. done. He really is. And my favorite thing is because uh, I want to bring light to it. The title card for Luffy in this. Uh, uh, did you say that he is uh, on hiatus from piracy? Uh, I did. I saw I saw that his title name. I took note that his title name was Free Labor Choi Bo- Chore Boy. Yeah, yeah. Monkey, it, the whole thing see. is on hiatus from piracy. Free Labor Chore Boy Monkey D. Luffy. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I, f- I forgot the full title. It's I whenever I first read it, and now looking at it again, I'm just I'm just like that's such a nice little little like he's on hiatus, right? Like he's like I'm on hi- hiatus for like a week. But it's, it is important though; he's not a pirate while he's working at the at the restaurant. Yeah, he he he's a chore boy, not a pirate. Yeah, so he he's he has to be a waiter for the Straw Hats. who are just like having fun, eating, watching, taking joy in Luffy's <laughs> suffering. And Sanji is infatuated with Nami. And at the end of the chapter, we get this whole cliffhanger of uh, of Gin offering to lead Krieg back to Barati. Like, like how close was this dang armada? Uh, probably pretty close if it's enough for a dinghy, right? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, based on what happens, I guess they like just broke off from the Grand Line um, to go into uh, East Blue, which will eventually get the whole... Uh, like explanation of what east blue is later on um in this chapter uh in this uh in this uh 
section because we'd gotten the whole um, uh, red line, grand line explanation uh, two episodes ago, I think. But this one will actually get the the distinction between like East Blue and all that. So Sanji wants a uh, uh, Sanji reveals that he wants a uh, chef Seth's approval for his uh, cooking. And he still finds uh, time mid argument with the chef to uh, flirt with Nami when Krieg's pirates show up. It's like maybe Gin's here to say thanks. You know, hey, Krieg's ship looks kind of beat up. Uh, and Don Krieg is very hurt and hungry. He's begging for food and claiming to have money. And Sanji gives uh, gives them food. But apparently uh, Krieg has this habit of doing stuff like this where he fakes weakness, flies white flags, marine flags, and Trojan horses his way in. And then Krieg immediately punches Sanji. Uh, and then Gin, who's protesting how uh, this isn't right for them to do this to them. So you can curse your sudden yet inevitable betrayal. <laughs> and Krieg's like, nice restaurant, I'll take it. So Sanji uh, goes to make the food, the hundred meals for Don's crew. You know, my job is to feed, not to judge. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of the chefs are fighting, uh, are fighting Krieg. So Patty has this like meatball bazooka, but it fails to pierce Krieg's Woot's steel armor that that has a bunch of guns inside. And he shoots a bunch of the chefs. All that's going on until the head chef calls out Krieg for being a scared little baby running from the Grand Line. It's like you're too you're too couldn't hack it in the Grand Line. That's why you're back here. And Krieg recognizes him as Red Shoes Zeph, a deadly kick focused pirate who never uses hands in combat. He quit piracy when he lost a leg, but he can still cook with his two hands. And now Krieg has a new objective, the captain's log for when Zeph sailed the Grand Line. If if only they had more information about the Grand Line, they could have made it. And Luffy uh, take, takes offense to Krieg's uh, ambition of getting the One Piece and becoming king of the pirates. So Zolo and Usopp are like, do, do we finally get to do something? And Luffy <laughs> goes, oh, oh, you guys are still here? No, no, I can handle this. Uh, we get the... The background that Krieg's armada was destroyed seven days in, on the Grand Line. How do you think you're going to fail fare any better? And Krieg takes uh, the hundred meals from Sanji uh, back to his men. And, he said, and whenever he returns, they better all surrender. So Sanji and Zeph are like, good. Now that we've fed them, we won't feel guilty about killing them. <laughs> There's this moment at the end of that chapter where Gin reveals that it was a man with piercing hawk eyes that destroyed the entire fleet after they entered the Grand Line, which no. of course sets Zolo off again. Boom, boom. But again, we get to the, the start, like we, we end that whole chapter with like Zolo with a thousand yard stare when, uh, and then the next chapter we completely gloss back over it again. And we, uh, we have chef Seth going, Hmm, that must've been Hawkeye, the Hawkeye man. So now Zolo's like, oh, I guess I need to go to the Grand Line to find this guy. I have a new objective. Yeah. I don't think I don't and think he's gonna have to go that far. My though. favorite is like Usopp and uh, is like, who who's that? And Luffy's just like, I don't know, beats me. <laughs> yeah, it's like Zolo's got this like thousand yard stare off into the distance, like talking to himself when they're all like they're all around him, like you say, like, what's he on about? I don't know. It's like the second time this arc that it's happened. So Krieg's uh, Krieg's guys come back and I guess it's a uh, I guess it's a repeat of history because uh, some big thing uh, comes in and busts up Krieg's ship again. Uh, Nami and on uh, the merry go, 
uh, Nami uh, throws Johnny and Yosaku overboard and is going to sail away with the ship and the treasure. This also saves it from the big disaster that came in and blew up Krieg's ship. So after uh, Luffy and Zolo and Usopp realize what's happening, they uh, try to use Johnny and Yosaku's dinghy to catch back up to the Merry-Go. But wait, the ship that just arrived at Barati belongs to Hawkeye Mihawk, the master swordsman. So Zolo is like, nah, I got to do this. Uh, So everyone just kind of like waits on it. And he challenges Mihawk to a duel. He has to beat Mihawk to prove he's the greatest swordsman and fulfill his promise to his childhood friend, Quina. Um, which we also have this cut of Nami uh, turning the merry-go back around because she's uh, beginning to regret betraying everyone. And she calls out to someone named Belmare or something. I'm sure we'll get an explanation of that later. But yeah, Mihawk is uh, the East Blue uh, gives the explanation of how each of the seas is ranked and the East Blue is the weakest sea. So he's going to fight with just a tiny little knife and the tiny little knife stops Zolo's Onigiri demon cut, which is, uh, oh, no, that's how unexpected. Zolo, one of Zolo's strong attacks got beat by a tiny knife. So the action in, the, in this chapter w- was kind of interesting because we've got um, – we have the swordplay, but it's uh, interspersed with flashbacks to Zolo's past, like uh, like Kuina, like meeting Johnny and Yosaku and joining Luffy. And when uh, when Zolo tries to do the tiger hunt strike uh, that he used in the last battle, uh, Mihawk is faster than it. He stabs Zolo in the chest, but Zolo refuses to step backwards and retreat. And this strength of spirit... Uh, impresses me hawk enough to actually ask uh who this dude is it's like i'm i'm zolo so mihawk draws the black blade finally respecting zolo's strength and zolo unleashes his secret technique three thousand worlds a technique that can only be done with three swords but one of his swords breaks as mihawk parries the strikes and as mihawk turns to strike zolo i think both of his swords break yeah, I'm, like uh, yeah. two out of his three. I have it written down as one, but it could be two. Yeah, I'm, I'm is, looking at the is, panel now. There's two. There's two? The ones okay. in his hands break, but his one that goes into the white sheath did not break. The one in his mouth hole. Which that was Queen's sword, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was his two sword. His earlier two swords break. Yeah. So, oh man, it wasn't the Queen's uh, strength. It was Zolo's strength. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing her name right. That's kind of the problem of not doing any, not listening to anything anymore. <laughs> yeah it's fine as a they they had this whole uh go past each other and attack and and mihawk parried it so he's turning around to hit zolo uh hit zolo and even though he has nothing to parry mihawk's blade with he still turns around to accept the hit and uh zolo says wounds on the back are a swordsman's greatest shame and mihawk goes magnificent slice oh, mihawk is so cool like he's like oh Okay, you're a badass. Magnificent. I'm going to enjoy this even more. And then slice. And then that's where it ends. That's where you had me end. Yeah, yeah. The ending is like Zolo getting slashed and Luffy just screaming, Zoro! So, yeah, and everyone in this case. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's looking on in in abject horror. And so so good. Zolo's been been sliced. I'm. Like, I don't know if, like, Mihawk's full name is a spoiler, because they didn't give his first name. They just called him, quote, Hawkeye Mihawk. 
yeah like hawkeye mihawk but like oh dude. no his his full name's not even a spoiler because it's not like oh hey it's just thematically so and and that's the last chapter for for this reading right that yes was chapter it was 51. it was 42 to 51 that's the end of chapter 51 uh you you could have uh you could have ended it at chapter 50 with with nami uh regret uh regretting to uh betray everyone and oh, not no, have no, the no. mihawk fight we could nah. have started he, she's still sailing reading. onward she does she yeah. doesn't turn the ship around so i want to correct you as you say like she turned okay. she's like turns the ship. she doesn't she she's just like i hope we see each other again and she's like crying being like i want to be free which oh oh that's such good foreshadowing because then we get to hear the name uh bell marie okay that, that's how it's pronounced bell marie yeah marie bell marie right. or something something like that the, the yeah, there's like an accent it, on like the third e so it's like I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce yeah, that. In, stuff. in Marie or Marie, yeah, it's M accented E R E, and I I don't know how to pronounce that without hearing it because it's been a, it's been a minute since I've heard <laughs> heard the name. Oh, it must not be important then. Ah, yeah, it's it's fine. Um, it's fine. So, but but so I want to highlight a few things. With how many times you've rewatched One Piece? I rewatch not not enough. Um, I mostly reread it because watching it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> right, which is it's, why usually before even uh, Mihawk shows up, I think I think the last time I tried to watch One Piece, the furthest I got was right when Mihawk shows up. Because I remember yeah. him like showing up and having the the knife, but I don't really remember the much cool else little, of it. His necklace. He's like, I'm gonna fight you. It's like, okay, let me get out my little let me get out my little toy knife from my necklace. Let's go, boy. <laughs> there's there's the implication too that. He has other other blades in between those sizes, between that and the black blade, but that he just this is the smallest one he has. <laughs> yeah, it's like eh, this is this is my smallest one I have on me. Um, but like, uh, so I want to highlight a few things. I want to highlight a few things. One, John Krieg's uh, armor, <laughs> his whole his whole outfit, yeah, the the Woots steel. Yeah, like he he has like two giant shields on his shoulder pads. <laughs> Like this dude is ridiculous. Oh, it's some overdone power armor, and it's full of guns. At least he doesn't have a metal jaw. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, at the, at this point in the One Piece world, people just having ridiculous amounts of metal on them in a world that is mainly water, where you would expect everything to like rust on contact with air, just to all from all the salt water. It's it's a bit ridiculous how much there is. <laughs> yeah especially like if they fall overboard man that boy is sinking <laughs> yeah <laughs> like like even uh even iron body with his uh with his uh metal hand with his metal pimp hand his metal fit his metal like so so they clarify like what that thing looks like it's literally like strips of metal wrapped around his arm and then like drills into his knuckles like bolts into his knuckles like this thing doesn't even look nice it looks like really like a uh, scrap metal-y yeah <laughs> like <laughs> it looks like it looks like scrap iron which is why i'm like wow in like a week that thing is gonna rust to nothing yeah i hope i hope the marines get tetanus shots because <laughs> oh boy with the amount of with the amount of iron and then they better but then mihawk Mihawk's outfit, though Mihawk in general, I love his outfit. I love his whole design. He actually has that whole like Spanish gentleman vibe going on. 
So like as much as as, as you've got uh Zolo uh Zoro whatever that's <laughs> the guy the Mihawk looks like Zoro like Mask of Zoro kind of except he's yeah. got like the whole like feather hat and everything. Yeah. And uh, because because I want to share this with you, Matt, because it's not a spoiler. I'm looking at it. And I'm like, OK, his, his name reveals through a, a mostly a and a at first. Uh, so Mihawk's like name is Dracula Mihawk. Let that sink in. Dracula. Yeah. 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 Oh, sorry. It's not Dracula. It's Dracul. There's no A. It's an E. So it's Dracul Mihawk. So it, are, are vampires real in One Piece? Um, I don't know if there's vampires in One Piece. They're skeletons, so there must be vampires. Uh, yeah, probably. I wouldn't. That's how that works. You know, I wouldn't put it past it. Like, there's probably like a vampire fruit. Yeah, there could be a, a vamp vamp fruit. Yeah, I mean, if not in uh, if not in the manga, it's got to have happened in the in the anime somewhere as a Halloween filler, right? Right? Probably. I wouldn't put probably. it past it. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone can, uh, someone can tweet at you with whatever filler episode or filler movie has has, has the vampire. I'd fucking watch it, man. Straight up. Keep it away from me, though. I don't want any spoilers like vampires. Ah, oh, don't worry. <laughs> I, I doubt it'd be very much a spoiler. So, so to me, this this is kind of the end of the fight. It's Krieg, the the Krieg problem is dealt with. Uh, we just need to get Zolo some first aid and, and then all it takes is a little bit of, you know, some talk no jutsu and Sanji's on the crew, right? Like what more is there to do? But apparently there's going to be more fights. Yeah. There's like rough, like a little under 20 chapters left. Uh, I get, I don't know how, how far does you're the expert here. You're the one piece expert here. I'm along for the yeah, ride. Brody goes up to uh 68 and we're at 51. So we've got 17 more chapters here. Yeah. Like that is, yeah. that is there. There is a whole syrup village between now and and the end. It's so good. And I'm going to stop it on another. Not, not much of a cliffhanger as much as just a nice stopping point. So your next assignment, Matt, is going to be chapters 52 to 60. All right. 52 to 60. You're going to give me another cliffhanger. <laughs> well, that's not exactly a cliffhanger. So the I guess to give more of a go into the whole review portion of this show still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the fight, I guess the fact that it was one sided, it was supposed to be one sided might play into it. Like I, I actually do find one sided fights in Shonen's to be pretty fun and informative uh, for kind of like establishing characters. So yeah, we get a good bit of uh, Zoro's character, right? He's like, I'm not going to turn my back. I'm not going to walk away from this fight or take a step back, even when he has a fucking little knife in his fucking heart. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've been finding that the moment to moment parts of fights. I'm not I'm not super in love with the way uh, they're drawn or acted like they don't they don't pull me as much, but then they often lead to uh, singular moments, though, that are absolutely great like the like the end of the previous art the end of the previous arc in Syrup village the the double hit with uh usopp and luffy uh double hitting their their guys some of yeah. the moments where you had like there's there's individual like two or three key moments in a fight that'll be great but the fight is really those Not two well or three moments 
yeah, like the choreography to get from cool moment to cool moment is just kind of it's just kind of shown as just a flurry. And maybe that's just a limitation of of of, mon- of this manga. But I don't feel that way about other uh, shonens that I've read. Yeah, I think early on with One Piece, the fights uh, choreography wise, like not the best. Right. But the fights are never long like in terms of like how much punching or how much sword slashing it is right it's like maybe a few panels and then we get kind of maybe a cool scene maybe some talking and then a little bit more uh but i think it improves over time um i think once we get after barati because after this is arlong park which i'm super excited for oh that's Um, that's the promised arlong park yes arlong park is next the promised, the fabled, the, the thing that the I have fabled. told anyone that if they if they do spoil it for me, uh, I am going to uh, to do terrible things. So I've <laughs> I've been able to avoid that. I still I still don't know if Arlong Place is, is person, place or thing. I, yeah, you'll, I have you'll never know until you read it. Yeah, but I'm super excited for it because I think it has some of probably the best fights like early on right there there's definitely better fights going on into the series right where they get better they look better but i think uh arlong park will have some fights where you'll be like yeah this is a good improvement like i'm following it it looks cool uh choreography is better the name makes me think it's some kind of safari park that's what the name (laughs) makes me think (laughs) a safari park i mean we'll find out right once once we get to chapter 69 nice nice yeah it, that that's what it makes me think of at least like that's the image i have in my head we'll we'll see how close that is yeah um any, anything you want to bring a highlight to because i have one and it's one of the q a's from uh one of the chapters well i i want to finish up i guess the thought about yes. the fights is that one thing though i have also noticed with them is that during those moments to moments though the during the the choreography part of it where it's getting to the singular moment that I that they want to highlight that it feels like the fights, they really think of two or three cool moments. And then it's just, here's a bunch of filler panels to get there is there's always some small corner panel with either peanut gallery talking or part for parts of the Mihawk fight, uh, flash Zolo's flashbacks is that that's been a, a consistent style thing I've noticed. Yeah. It's very stylistic. So what, What's what's the the part about the Q and A's? Do you think I I real uh, both myself and our listeners in embarking on this journey of One Piece need to pay attention to? Uh, so so it's it's about the Django, the hypnotist. Oh, is it the uh, mushroom thing? Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's the mushroom thing. Yeah, the, so, his beard so, is actually a mustache. His beard is actually a mushroom. Yeah, his goatee's really a mushroom. Um, and the fact that he can hypnotize people is because he ate a mushroom that was gross. <laughs> and so after that, he was just able to hypnotize people. And so now it's got me thinking, is the Django a devil fruit user? Well, he we did we ever see him swim? No, like not that I'm aware of. We we never saw him swim in the in the arc. So like, is the Django a devil fruit user? That has not been confirmed. Not that I'm aware of, but it hasn't been denied. Neither has it been denied. But but that's now I'm like wondering if if Django, uh, if Django is a devil fruit user, I, I doubt he is. Right. Like devil fruit users are always highlighted. They could have just been a really trippy mushroom that opened his eyes. 
outside buggy we haven't seen another devil fruit user so far which that's honestly that's been a bit surprising to me is that they they haven't pulled that trigger yet of having basically every threatening enemy be a devil fruit user yet is it's it's still all just regular people yeah they're just really strong uh which is which is what i like uh about one piece right the I mean, once we get to the crit line, there's a little bit more Delfort users, right? Just a few. Um, but that's because, like, it's the, the Grand Line's full of super strong, powerful people. You know, people like Mihawk, right? You gotta, you gotta have some way to fight pe- strong ass people like Mihawk. No one fights Mihawk. <laughs> Mihawk will kill you. <laughs> he took down a whole ship with a with a with a sword, with a single sword and stroke. Dingy. He is sailing. Think think about it, Matt. He is sailing on that little tiny boat that just has his that it's literally just a chair. <laughs> it's a chair on a little dinghy. He just intimidates the ocean to move him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ocean, move me, or I will slash you. We'll cut the water molecules. We will cut the water. <laughs> oh man. I'm so excited about Mihawk. I'm so glad uh, I picked that chapter to end off of, so you could just be like, "Oh, will will Zoro live?" Or what? I mean, we, you know, he's gonna happen? live, and I'm sure Mihawk will. Mihawk isn't gonna die there either, because it's pretty clear he's meant to be a recurring character. <laughs> yeah, we won't see him for years. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Never <laughs> see him again. <laughs> and he never showed up again. Yeah. Um, never appears again. <laughs> So it, it's obvious that, but yeah. So now, now I know that there's other fights to look forward to. I am, I am now that I now that I've got this, it's, that it's definitely a pattern the way that they're doing these fights. Uh, I'm gonna be curious and trying to watch out for that on the next uh, few fights to see to see if it is just still flurry flurries of blows with really the commentary coming from a peanut gallery and then cool moment. Uh, if that pattern continues or if the actual like mo- choreography moment to moment flow of the fight keeps up. Yeah. And that's something for you to, to keep an eye out and, you know, see if that if that happens. I think it does. I think the choreography of fights gets better over time. Um, really hitting a, a good peak in, in a further arc. I'm not going to name it. Not not the fabled Arlong Park. No, Arlong Park definitely improves, right? We get to see some cool fights, but I Arlong Park you you'll see. You'll see when you get to Arlong okay. Park how the fights work with the story it's telling for for that arc. It's very good. It's very I think you'll really much like Arlong Park. And if it doesn't make you cry, Matt, you're a monster. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> it makes me cry every time. And when we get to the uh once we get to it and get to the particular chapter. Uh, I, I will probably be choking up in the episode we record. <laughs> I'll probably be like trying to hold back tears because it legitimately like hits me every time. All right. Well, hopefully you've got the uh, the assignments already worked out then for that one. Oh, oh, I do. I, I've planned it already. All right. I'm I'm excited. We, we've gotten we've gotten less. Uh, one chapter up. at a time. <laughs> every episode, a single <laughs> chapter. <laughs> one that would chapter take us forever. at a time. We we would never catch up to One Piece at that rate. <laughs> I mean, we will in like nine hundred something years. It's fine. Maybe. No, no, no. I I got it planned. All right. Well, I guess so then the next episode will be chapters fifty-two to sixty. The next part of Bar- the Barati arc, we'll see 
what is this fight that Luffy gets in? Who knows? I don't. <laughs> Who knows? We'll even be in those nine chapters. We'll find out. <laughs> that That's true. I mean, I, I'm going to spend this entire assignment waiting for Luffy to get into a fight, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> it'll, that's that's how it's going to go. Sandwich is lying to you. There is no Luffy fight. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Luffy fight. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the real thing is people start feeding i'm i'm sure event this is why i can't have social media people will start feeding me fake spoilers and i'm gonna spend the whole time like trying to to find like the hidden panel background thing or waiting for some moment to happen that never happens like just wait for the zolo versus nami fight dude just wait for like the the luffy and usopp fight <laughs> isn't there actually a luffy and usopp fight nah why the okay. fuck would they fight their teammates? That sounds stupid. <laughs> I feel like I've heard about a Luffy Usopp fight. Like in the back of my mind, that sounds like there's there's a thing with that. It's probably like one of like the movies or something, like one of the non-canon movies. Okay. Okay. You can you can <laughs> pedal backwards on your bike. Okay. Yeah, I'll pedal backwards all I want. I mean, yeah. is there a fight? We'll find out. <laughs> is 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 that the Arlong Park fight that makes? Did you unintentionally spoil? The Arlong huh? Park no, thing. No, 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 no. I have the only thing I was spoiled about Arlong Park is how awesome it is. Okay. Um, I have not mentioned any details that go on in that arc. Alright, well, on that suspicious note, I think it's uh it's time for us to set sail again. I finally get to continue reading. I mean you can you can go set sail with Nami. I'm gonna like stay and watch like, you know, Don Cree and whatever happens there. I'm gonna eat some food. I'm gonna have Sanji whip me up something. Yeah, you, you know, uh, dream it. Uh, don't give up. Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. To check out more of Birdie's amazing music, be sure to follow them on Twitter at HeyIt'sBirdie and check out their works on Spotify. I'm a big fan of the album VIMP. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas!